Woo, woo, woo. It's time for the Limitless Wrestling Podcast. You know it. No, I'm not Matt Cardona, but I am Josh Nason. I'm back once again. Wouldn't you know it? It is fight week as Limitless returns to Herman, Maine this Friday, October 15th with a loaded card. We're going to preview that show. We're going to look ahead to Saturday, October 23rd. Limitless returns to Yarmouth, Maine for another infusion of fresh blood. We're going to talk about what's coming IWTV. We're going to talk some news and whatever else comes up. And joining me this week is not one, but two voices of Limitless Wrestling. The first being the man that my bad habits always lead to. He is the founder, owner, and booker. The one and only Randy Carver. And the other is the man who always has more tabs open than my Google Chrome browser. It's Color Combinator. Top Shelf, Troy Nelson. And Randy, we'll start with you. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Like you said, uh, it's show week. Limitless Wrestling coming back to Herman this Friday. Then next Saturday, Yarmouth. A very exciting times. Uh, I always wanted to get to a point where we could have two major events in a month, and now we're here after a long waiting period. So, uh, very much looking forward to it, and glad to have Top Shelf in the house today. I would say it's nice to always be on a John Albalus podcast. Uh, I don't think that anyone's going to disagree. I really don't. But uh, happy no. to be here, guys. Happy to be running down this crazy show back where it all began in Central Maine, uh, Herman, guys. That place is going to be bumping. I think the kids still say that. Bumping this coming Friday night. I can't wait. And Troy, this is a, your and my first opportunity to be on a podcast together. And I got to tell you, I already got a bone to pick with you. How's that? Oh, well, that sounds like every person I know. Please, Josh. But, is your, a, let me a, call the deli line number. Uh, number 47, who's got a problem with me? Josh, what can I do yeah, for you? It, it's fitting you said uh, deli line because it's, it's something very, very turkeyish that you said recently. Uh, oh. You can drink dark beers all year round, not just in the wintertime. I know you're talking about a summer stout you were enjoying, I believe, on, yes. on the, the last show you were on. A couple of times ago, yes. Yeah, you, you can drink dark beers all year round. You don't have to be shamed. You can enjoy them. That's what they're for. You certainly can. I think there's just a difference. You know, I use the, maybe I use the term dark beers. There's a difference between heavy beers and dark beers, and you can drink any beer year round. Some beers taste better, though, in mm. certain seasons. When I say yeah. I drink with the seasons, uh, I'm not saying that you won't see me crush some sort of Oreo cookie dough uh, stout from like Treehouse in the summer if they have it. All I'm just saying is I want like a hazy, juicy, lighter IPA maybe in the summer. Now it's Marzen season, a little Marzen retrograde from Bear Wolf is what I'm drinking tonight out of Amesbury, Massachusetts. So uh, tis the season when it comes to tis beer. Well, I, I hope someday we'll be able to enjoy some beers together. We can squash this uh, fake beef that I just made Absolutely. up. But I'm looking forward to that. And Randy, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a little upset you didn't pop for my intro, uh, considering that apparently after last show, Danger Kid and some other people said, uh, like Matt Cardona. I uh, I tend to agree with them as well because uh, I was Danger Kid kind of made that revelation uh, at class earlier this week at the Limitless Dojo and it just like set me in my tracks because uh, I was like yeah he kind of does like sound like someone and then he said Matt Cardona and I had to go back and actually listen to the podcast a little bit and said wow if you just told someone uh, point blank that it was Matt Cardona on the Limitless Wrestling podcast talking I bet they'd believe it it's pretty close closer than you think. 
Well, I mean, you can cut that that first part of the intro if you want, and you just say, you know, I'm putting over the podcast or something like that, or <laughs> yeah. or, uh, or whatever. We can always do that. I was told once uh, by Brian Alvarez, I looked like Brian Danielson when he very first met me. This was like ten plus years ago, so that's the only thing I, I've got before. But I've never got uh, never got Matt Cardona. I guess I need to build up my toy collection. Or something. Here, Josh, while we're while we're just talking here, we're spitballing. Pop the camera on for one second so I can see if that's true. I want to see if you look like young Brian Danielson. Let's well, see. I do have. Let's see. He's completely right. naked, folks. He can't turn on his camera. That's okay. <laughs> Me too. That's all right. I am too, is, so don't worry. I'll start cam. There we go. This is, um, and I have a completely shaved head, you see. Yeah, maybe he had the I, beard back in the day. This is like black uh, gear Brian Danielson days, back when he had the hood <laughs> on with his gear. Yes. You're okay, going to have to post a picture for the listeners here a little to, bit. to yeah. configure who right, they think right. you look like. I yeah. I, I look probably like basically any bald wrestler with a beard like carl anderson or uh you know anything like that basically i look like generic wrestler uh, x I you would look say. you look like what sean waltman looks like now bald with a beard <laughs> just <laughs> good good, good. Sean waltman? anyways yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. less uh less yeah, <laughs> i've done less uh less uh, crazy things in my life than sean waltman i'll tell you that but yes. speaking of crazy things this friday herman maine gonna be nuts Lit AF, as the kids say, dancing on thin ice. Coming to you from Herman, Maine, and loaded card here. Uh, got some new matches. We're announced actually the same day we recorded uh, last week, uh, and so we'll talk about this. And I, I guess, uh, I mean, Randy, I guess we'll just start from the top. But well, first of all, before we do that, uh, tell people about the ticket situation. Uh, they got to buy tickets early, as always. Looking forward to going back to this venue. Tell the people what they need to know. If for some reason, they haven't bought tickets yet. Yeah, so not too many tickets remain. Um, I believe we're in the 70-75 area of what's left, mm-hmm. and they've been going quick over the past few days especially. Uh, if you do want to get your tickets, they'll be available on LimitlessWrestling.com slash tickets until Friday morning. So jump on that, and then whatever we have left over, if anything, will be available at the door. But don't always count on that because we have had to turn people away before uh, in Yarmouth with a few shows already this year, and uh, I hate to do that. So Grab them early if you're looking to come to this show. Um, 7 p.m. doors, 7.30 bell time. Jump on it quickly because I'm not sure what we're going to have left, and we're going to run through this card. It's a really fun show. As Troy said, coming back to our roots, Central Maine, it's always an exciting time for uh, especially a lot of the, like, uh, Limitless Originals, the OGs, like uh, like an Ace Romero, Danger Kid, Agro, Alexander Lee, who are all involved with this card. Uh, This is where Limitless kind of grew up, and uh, we took the step to – moved to Southern Maine a few years back. And now it's really awesome to kind of come back to this area and uh, bring, bring wrestling and cards like this back to it. And Troy, for people that have not been to this venue before, and they may be like, yeah, it, it, t- tell them a little bit about the experience uh, being too nice for wrestling. I, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. Any place that looks too nice for wrestling and wrestling fits in like it was made for wrestling, I think is very telling. Um, you know, obviously we're not talking like Hammerstein ballroom-esque ballroom, but we're talking lighting is beautiful. Uh, the acoustics are great. Get loud. Um, if you have not seen the last, the first Herman Main show, it is available on IWTV. 100% check it out. Some of the best stuff that I saw all summer uh, in those first three matches of our last IWTV card. Heck, we're getting a rematch of one of those matches at the show this Friday. But as far as atmosphere goes, it's worth the trip. Whether you're from Southern Maine, whether you're from way up in Northern Maine, get yourself central, come up from Massachusetts. going to be a beautiful weekend. Definitely worth the trip. Yeah, good stuff. Let's kick off this card. We'll talk about uh, 
One of the new matches announced since we last spoke, all of us, Davian returning to action against Masha Slamovich. This is the first meeting between these two in two plus years. Obviously, uh, Davian riding a high here after uh, kicking John Alba out of all of our limitless lives for uh, for a few months anyway. And uh, Troy, I guess we'll, we'll we'll start with you on this one. What uh, what are you thinking going into this? I think that Davian is riding a wave of momentum. She has got to be feeling really good after what she accomplished. I don't want to say narrowly escaping, uh, becoming the bitch, as they said, of prestigious. Uh, but all four of those ladies worked really hard, uh, common goal, and defeated prestigious in a match where I actually did, in fact, have prestigious pegged to win. Um, so I think all four of those women are going to ride that wave. Nobody bigger than Davian, and she's going to need to. Uh, Russian Dynamite, freshly signed to Impact Wrestling, Masha Slamovich, um, wildly impressive in her last outing against Ava Everett. You want to talk about one of the more... We had a card with Slade and Alexander Lee the last time out in Herman, Maine, and I think that Masha Slamovich was tied with Slade for who was hitting the hardest that night, and Ava Everett <laughs> felt every bit of it, um, you know, and... You know, Ava's in a class are all by herself right now. She's really out there. So for Masha to have brought it for, to her and defeated her, also a feather in her cap. Something's got to give between these two. And like I said, Davian riding this wave of momentum here in Limitless, but Masha also coming off a huge victory in her last outing. Who do I give the advantage to? I'm thinking, you know, not America's sweetheart. However, Masha Slamovich's wave of momentum outside of Limitless might be the thing that puts her over the edge. Mm. That is what I think. And Randy, uh, for the fans in Herman, this, this, she, they're no strangers to Masha Slamovich. As she's, uh, she made a return there a couple months ago and after another couple of years away, and uh, she's back for, for this big match uh, on this Friday. That she is, and she's back again looking for victory. I mean, Central Maine, uh, if you've been a fan of Limitless Wrestling in the world of Limitless, you've known about Let's Wrestle for quite some time, and both these two wrestlers actually appeared numerous times, and I think that's where they collided the first time was in a Let's Wrestle ring, the sister promotion of Limitless Wrestling. So uh, it's very cool now, two years later, uh, to see the growth in these two competitors, to see where they're at now. As Troy said, Masha, I believe, just in the past week and a half, offered a deal with Impact Wrestling, which is awesome. Uh, they're both riding such a high coming into Herman, Maine. But like you said, something has to give. Someone's going to come out on top and I think really set the pace for themselves for the rest of the year in Limitless Wrestling if they can pull off a victory here. Yeah, Slamovich uh, losing to Knockouts champion Deanna Perrazzo this past Saturday on the Knockouts Knockdown show, which we were talking about Yeah, after the match being offered a, a contract. So good for her. She's uh, obviously been a name on the indies for a while, and she is uh, yeah raising her stakes even more raising her profile and she'll be do looking to do that at the expense of Davian, who obviously she got some exposure uh, recently on AEW being a uh, wrestling in a match on dark. And yeah, this is a, a good clash between these two and should be awesome. Should be awesome stuff. We'll go to the next match. And this is a kind of interesting one because it, it features two guys that have uh, one who has gone a complete kind of identity change uh, look, all this stuff and has really in, in the past couple of years and has really come into his own. We've talked about him for rip bison against Ricky Smokes. And Randy, I guess we'll start with you. Uh, Ricky Smokes, Limitless fans have seen him before, but not as Ricky Smokes. Yeah, I'm so I'm so interested in this match in general because I think there's a lot of parallels to draw between Rip Bison and Ricky Smokes, especially where Ricky Smokes is at right now. And if people might be scratching their heads at that, but I think they're both going through a similar metamorphosis where uh, Rip Bison for a long time 
He was uh, the Native American tomahawk, a gimmick that was given to him uh, and uh, something that I just don't think that he ever connected with. And he really stripped himself down, figured out what exactly he wanted to do with his career, the kind of wrestler he wanted to be. And he pushed that forward. He, he really cut loose and just pushed the most authentic version of himself forward. And that was Iron Rip Bison. And we've seen what that's done for him in the past, I don't know, year and a half. Maybe it's up to two years now. It's pretty close to two years since we've seen Rip Bison on the scene in Limitless Wrestling. But now Ricky Smokes, formerly known as Ricky Archer, someone who we saw really rise to prominence and find his footing on the road, whether it was in singles action, an incredible matchup with Ace Romero on season one. Then in season two and three, we saw him more and more in tag team action with CJ Cruz. And now just nothing really stuck, I feel, for Ricky Archer. And he's come to this now, the smoke show Ricky Smokes. And that's what we're going to be seeing for the first time in Herman, Maine. And uh, I heard an interview recently with Rip Bison on how important it was to kind of find his place, find his footing, so to speak, when he started as Rip Bison down the road in Limitless Wrestling. You got to think Ricky Smokes is coming in with the same desire, the same need for victory that Rip Bison had early on to kind of stake his claim and be a part of Limitless Wrestling moving forward. So I think it's a very important match for both men. Rip Bison getting a victory once again against the one called Manders, but slipping up against Alec Price at IWTV Untitled. So you know he's going to want to get back on the board as well. Yeah, and Troy, I mean, Rip Bison, obviously he's a a fixture for Limitless fans and you know, we can't take anything for granted any any time going out there you know a couple big wins away from potentially always getting a potentially getting a limitless world title shot and this uh as randy was saying this is a big one for him and yeah he's been uh he's been you know needs to get a win streak going here uh on uh, on friday night yeah, like you just said josh always close to potentially getting a limitless wrestling championship bout uh randy didn't mention something yet uh rip bison coming off a big win at limitless against Manders, take a step forward, maybe not necessarily a step back, but IWTV 100 representing Limitless Wrestling was a matchup between Alec Price and Rip Bison. Don't know if you guys got a chance to check that out yet. That was a sponsored match by Limitless Wrestling, which means Limitless Wrestling officials were watching it very closely. After a very hard-fought match, Alec Price defeated Rip Bison. Am I correct in that, Randy? You're correct, 100%. And this is what we talk about. The potential is always there for Rip. He's really coming to his own. Rip Bison was arguably like my top pick to win the Vacation Land Cup. He just drew the hardest first-round match in Ace Romero. Um, coming up big against Manders, dropping another one now to Alec Price, who finds himself in a position of wrestling Eddie Edwards and JT Dunn in less, you know, less, like one week's time. This could be Rip Bison. Rip Bison could be in all of these spots, but it needs to string them all together. So right now, if you're Ricky Smokes and you've had a mixed bag yourself at Limitless Wrestling, you are 100% invested in this contest. You know that Rip Bison, old Ripper, can take your head off. So you're already taking care of yourself. But now you've got him in a state where he realizes he needs to string together these wins and he's coming off a loss now to Alec Price. Uh, Ricky Smokes, I had an opportunity to train with him. Uh, he is so talented, uh, so young, has a lot of time to continue to get even better. And that's saying a lot for how good he is. Normally, I would give the nod to Ripper in this case. But I think that Ricky Smokes is going to give him a run for his money. 
And if there's anyone that's going to have an upset on this card, I think it could be Ricky Smokes. So, Randy, uh, Troy mentioned Limitless Officials. I, I think I have a request. Could Limitless Officials in the future wear, like, blazers with a Limitless logo, like, on it, like old WWF officials? Could, <laughs> could we see that happen? We'll have to get a limitless pin for them, and uh, yeah, that that could be something that could be worked out. We'll uh, we'll get some uh, models with Eric Greenleaf done, and you know, figure out what. The, no, uh, what oh no, we don't want that. Like. We don't want models <laughs> and Eric Greenleaf in the same sentence. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, I yes I do. I, I need to see this happen. Like I feel like watching the end of Dumb and Dumber with uh, the Hawaiian Tropic bus. <laughs> yes. You know, I feel like something like that. If we can kind of make that happen, um, but Randy, uh, going back to you know, like character changes, so. You've, you've dealt with this a lot, seeing guys come in that maybe like, I want to try this, or I'm thinking about doing this, or so on and so forth. What I mean, you've seen some work, you've seen some not work. Where's your kind of advice uh, if someone comes to you with, hey, I'm looking to do something different? Well, uh, I mean, I, it's tough to say at first, because like I'm someone who really wants to see a presentation of someone live, like in a, in a match in front of a crowd. How is that going to work for you? What do you do to make yourself different? Um, I'm all about a live experience. So uh, it's tough because like there have been so many things that worked that I did not like and so many things that I liked that didn't work. So I don't think there's any clear cut answer to what's going to work and what's not going to work. But I think full commitment in whatever you're doing is super important. And I think that's what really can drive people and uh, kind of put them over the top to some people. Um, especially like promoters, fans, people who they're trying to win over, uh, if they're fully committed to something, uh, you can tell and uh, you can kind of feel that. And it, it begins to feel organic uh, when they do start to connect with the crowd and connect with people in general. Troy, would you concur? Absolutely. And we've seen it on multiple occasions uh, with different people in Limitless Wrestling. I think MSP are one of those two that you can like really point at and be like, you know, we talk about there being a vibe with them now, but, you know, Danger Kid was a cameraman. Aiden Agro was, you know, just kind of, I don't want to say coasting on that kind of main wrestling route that so many other main wrestlers do, but he he knew he wanted more and he always worked hard for it. And that's the thing. They committed themselves. So I think they're another perfect example of that. What a segue. MSP, the next match we're talking about, Danger oh. Kid and Aiden Agro. This is an interesting match. It's a grudge match, if there ever was one on this card. Uh, MSP taking on Ava Everett, of course, the icon on canvas, coming off the uh, the the death match, the uh, art canvas death canvas death match, or whatever it's called. I can't remember right now. And her partner, one of the more interesting uh, signees, so to speak, in Limitless, the, the debuts in the last year or so, Charles Mason. These two teaming up against uh, MSP and Randy. This is a this is a very interesting one on paper. Could be violent, could be technical, could be could be a lot of things in between. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, I don't know what the hell to expect with Ava Everett and Charles Mason anymore. Uh, it, it, there's always some kind of stunt or uh, some kind of long-lasting damage they're looking to do to their opponents, but it's come back to bite them in the ass recently. Uh, they have not been getting the job done, whether it's a team, whether they're uh, in singles matches on their own. I mean, we saw them both slip up in Herman. Well, Ava Everett looked like she was going to get the win over Masha Slamovich, but uh, decision was reversed. The match was restarted. She ends up losing uh, to Masha in the end. And it just it feels like Ava Everett is uh, very dangerous to be around right now because it feels like a downward spiral for her that, of course, can't 
have gotten any better with the loss to Love Doug at Euphoria, uh, our canvas death match. And last time we saw these two teams in the ring, it was a four tag team match. And we almost saw them slice Danger Kid's ear open with a pair of scissors when the referee was uh, pulled to the back for a moment. So luckily, Love Doug was there. Justice was served. MSP did get the victory, but I don't think that was enough as we're seeing these two teams collide once again. Uh, it's an intriguing matchup because MSP, obviously, they've got to be a little pissed off at the proceedings, even though picking up a victory, I think they're going to want to get some revenge for that. So interesting matchup here. I think it could be a bad time to catch Abe Everett and Charles Mason where they've really got nothing else to lose at this point. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how MSP approaches this matchup with these two lunatics. And Troy, you know, when you're in there, emotions matter. You got to keep them under control, especially in grudge matches. We've seen plenty of competitors lose because they got too out of control. They made the wrong move. They did. They just, they, they screwed up. We've seen some pro sports, pro wrestling, everything in between. MSP, you know, as Randy was talking about, if they go into this, you know, if Danger Kid is really just as, you know, seeing, seeing red, he can make a mistake. And Charles Mason, and Ava Everett, as crazy as they are, they're also very cunning, very smart. And they could be looking to take advantage of that. And the MSP has to has to be careful on Friday night. I'm saying MSP, as great as they are, have also a kind of comparison to Rip Bison. They've had a mixed bag as well in the summer uh, coming into the fall. Uh, that isn't to say that I feel like a, a, a straight-up tag match with these two lunatics might be what they need to continue to light that fire. Not that the workhorsemen didn't for the MSP, but there is, you know, there's an agenda here. We saw it. I think it's foolish. The scissors taken out, trying to cut somebody's ear off. I don't go for that. Not in a four corners tag. If you agree to something in advance, you want to do that stuff, that's fine. But, you know, MSP, like you said, Randy, it could be a brawl. They want to keep it wrestling. I don't know. MSP can brawl with the best of them. But Charles Mason, especially with Ava Everett, there's just something about them, especially you know, Charles Mason, I just, I know the type. I know the New York City rich kid that doesn't get his way. But normally when the kid doesn't get his way, at least when I was managing bars, you just throw him out. We don't need his daddy's money. Get out of here. This kid is more cunning. He's conniving. And now you have Ava Everett there, a little bit of a voice in his ear. It's a recipe for disaster. Um, and that disaster could come at the expense of MSP. Uh, this coming weekend. I'm still hot about what happened to Love Doug. They took away Love Doug's opportunity at the Vacation Land Cup in a stunt that I I I got involved. I ran off a commentary and I I just I continue to just shake my head at their antics. Um, I'm hoping that that spiral for Ava Everett maybe knocks some sense into her after she was defeated by Love Doug uh, back in Yarmouth last month. But only time will tell. Who do I think is going to win? Um, I think it's going to be at the referee's discretion. I don't know who's going to win this one, but I hope that there is a win, a winner by pinfall or submission at the end of it. So, I mean, Troy, you're going to be able to keep yourself under control if things get yes, heated can. here. Yes, I sure? can. Sure? Yes, I can. There's two and two out there. It was that was a passionate moment, and you know, Love Doug was defenseless. Uh, I think that MSP, you know, they're they're looking from the front and behind. They're not going to get jump. They know what to expect, and I know that they can handle themselves in there. Absolutely. Randy, I mean, I I, I don't even know what you were thinking uh, last time when Troy got up from behind the booth. I mean, we've seen this. Obviously, in pro wrestling's grandest stages, but you know, if things could get out of control, if Troy gets out of control, I'm, I'm a little no. bit concerned. And, you know. Randy, know I know that Randy knows that my place uh, this week is to be behind that desk, 
I will stay behind that desk, at least, especially in Herman. I don't think I'd be able to get down there fast enough. We're up in the Eagle's Nest there watching down that beautiful venue. So MSP, they are going to be on their own this weekend. Mm. Again, if those limitless officials had blazers, uh, th- that wouldn't happen. I'll tell you that. Much. Law but, and order when they have the blazers. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, there will be no law and order in this match. Alexander Lee versus Slade. We talked about a little bit about this last week. Anything goes match. Uh, anything. I, you know, I went to school, University of Maine. Very familiar with uh, with the area. Have uh, relatives that still live there. And I know that any night of the week, even any day of the week, things can get out of control. Anything goes. Now you're doing this inside this beautiful venue in Herman. Randy, uh, you're a smart guy. I don't know what you were thinking. Hopefully you, you ha- don't have to pay too big of an insurance claim on the building or a you know, the holding fee, whatever you call it. This is, uh, this is going to get pretty nuts on Friday. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what I was thinking. Uh, when I received the video from Slade saying that he wanted Alexander Lee, anything goes or else, I don't know if I'm going to give any other answer than yes. Um, obviously, Slade unhappy with the results of the first matchup between these two in person with fans there. They met on the road previously, but our first Herman main event, these two collided and Slade was not waiting a moment for this match to begin. He flew off the stage, jumping Alexander Lee during his entrance and the fight was on on the outside. Once they brought it back in though, Alexander Lee found a way, found a counter, was able to pin Slade's shoulders to the mat for three and That's something that Slade has a uh, point of contention with because he believes his shoulder was up. He does not believe he was pinned for the count of three. And uh, you could really feel the anger from him immediately as he charged Alexander Lee, who was trying to, you know, soak in the victory a little bit in his return to Central Maine. Didn't really get a chance to do that. And uh, I think we all kind of felt the same thing, that this probably was not over between the two. So now uh, hopefully we can get some finality to this because – it's a it's a dangerous situation. We just talked about a dangerous situation with Ava and Charles. I think any time that you put Slade in a wrestling ring, rules or not, it can get dangerous, and I feel the same way about Alexander Lee. But also, I think this is where both men feel most comfortable. So uh, I'm a little worried about what's going to go on. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but uh, I think there will be uh, some blood and a definitive winner at the end of the match. I mean, that's that's my prediction going in. So... Uh, I'm hoping that everyone is prepared for what could happen between these two. Troy, last episode, I brought up the idea of the Haas fight champion to, to Randy, a uh, new limitless title that would just feature all these guys that just uh, go at it, brawling and things like that. Uh, this is a limitless wrestling Alexander Lee, not a small guy, but not big like those guys, but he is one of these guys that could compete. Both these guys actually could compete for such a title. And some, sometimes people, you know, they, Louis guys be like, oh, you know, they, they think of, uh, you know, the MSP days or something like that. But Alexander Lee really come into his own. Uh, the road really impressed with stuff there. Slade, we got introduced to uh, an limitless uh, audience on, on the road. And these two, I mean, again, rematches are always interesting. Brawls are always interesting. This is anything goes. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you predict such a match, but let's hear what you got. It was, in fact, the rules in the last contest, the shred of what was available for rules that allowed Alexander Lee to defeat Slade uh, last time. If you put Slade in the confines of a wrestling match, you know, you, you have a shot. Absolutely. I think that Slade is the baddest man in professional wrestling right now, bar none. I've seen what he can do. I see what he does. I see him in the shadows. It shows, kind of keep it to himself, far away from a lot of people. 
just thinking about everything that he's going to do in there. Now, Limitless Wrestling has taken away the rules. Anything goes. Win must happen by pinfall or submission. Alexander Lee can get hardcore. I think that it's not a matter of there being a chip on the shoulder of Slade. I don't think Slade is embarrassed about the loss. I don't think Slade thinks about those things. He knows he just has Alexander Lee. He knows he has Alexander Lee again. He wanted it. And I think that bodes terrible for Alexander Lee that Slade asked for a match. Slade will wrestle and fight whoever is put in front of him. He asked for Alexander Lee. I don't want to be the guy that Slade asks to wrestle or to fight. Alexander Lee is a tough, tough guy. And he's going to need every bit of that toughness this Friday in Herman, Maine. Or else I think that this comeback story, this coming into his own, there will be nothing left for him to do. Because I think that Slade, Slade can be a career killer. And I, you know, Slade's had a few bouts here in Limitless, but I think he's going to really leave his impact at the expense of Alexander Lee this coming Friday night. Randy, something just came to mind uh, in this match. I think of three letters, ECW. And I just think of like Alexander Lee. Both these guys have been perfect there. But Alexander Lee feels like if you put him back like 20 years ago, 25 years ago, whatever it was, he would be like an ECW guy. You know what I mean? Just always just willing to go out there, do whatever. Uh, for some reason, I just I, the, the three letters ECW comes to mind when thinking about this. Yeah, I could certainly. I mean, they're they're both uh, very captivating people when they're inside the ring and out of it. So uh, I could certainly see them fitting into a place like that. And just uh, I feel like this match especially is going to feel uh, very ECW-ish to people where uh, it's just I, I feel like it could go off the rails very quickly, to be perfectly honest. Mm, can't wait. Candidate for it's hard to say, you know, this is a candidate for a dark horse, uh, best match of the night, considering the names that are involved. But I guess I'll say that anyway. Eddie Edwards versus Alec Price. And we talked a little bit about this last week. Uh, this is obviously people know Eddie Edwards uh, competing against Ace Barrow recently in a, in a limitless ring. Uh, one of the most hard hitting matches of the year, uh, bar none. And obviously, Alec Price, a guy that, again, we talked about last week, and people are continuing to talk about more and more and more, the uh, the, you know, the rocket strapped to his back. He's taking these opportunities and not just taking them. He's actually taking them, seizing the opportunity and advancing every single time that he goes out there. Uh, in-ring competitor, no matter what you think of him as a personality, and obviously we, we talked about that before, seeing some changes now, Limitless fans are taking to him. You may hate him. You may hate him a little bit less now. But you can't deny he is getting better every single time out there and against better and better and better competition. And now comes the former Impact World Champion himself, Eddie Edwards. And Troy, uh, Alec Price, again, he can't, he, he, can't, uh, he can't rest on his laurels. He can't be satisfied with all this progress he's made. This is a big opportunity for him coming up on Friday night against, again, the, the former Impact World Champion. Say former Ring of Honor Tag Team Champion, uh, long-standing professional here in New England pro wrestling Alec price. I don't think it's not fair to say a mixed bag. Alec price has had more wins than losses in current memory. None bigger than the opening contest of the anniversary show, uh, going toe to toe and defeating the likes of, uh, Brad Cashew, who's a formidable opponent. Then you have Nolo Katano, who's been very impressive so far in limitless wrestling and none bigger than getting the respect of Lee Moriarty, at the end of that match, newly signed to AEW and a consummate, consummate professional wrestler. Um, 
you know, Alec Price was able to beat Big Beef. Um, I'm sure we'll be talking about him next time on the Limitless Wrestling Podcast. Um, but Alec Price had a huge victory against Beef, not even being able to prepare for him. The bigger competitor. Alec Price is riding a wave of momentum. And he needs to focus on Eddie Edwards. Now, you got to believe that he's got JT Dunn in the back of his mind, but he can't do that. Uh, a win against Eddie Edwards is not just the momentum that he would need to take on JT Dunn. I think that if Alec Price can somehow defeat Eddie Edwards, he will 100% be my pick to defeat JT Dunn. But who, who am I to say that about Alec Price? Alec Price is young. He's got a little bit of fan support behind him, which I'm not overly surprised to hear. But at the same time, I think the most person, the person that was most surprised was Alec Price. I don't think he knows what to do with it yet. I don't think that's going to mess with his head. I don't think he thinks about that kind of stuff. I think he's greedy for the respect of these other wrestlers, all while trying to disrespect them in the process. Um, I don't think that's going to be the right move against Eddie Edwards this Friday night. Um, if you disrespect Eddie Edwards, if you try to play those East Boston games that he tries to play, I don't think it's going to do very well for him. And that's just my opinion. And Randy, you've talked before about uh, Eddie Edwards' backstage presence uh, in, in, in the limited time he's been with Limitless, but must be cool to get him here for a, for a, a big show in a new building that I don't believe he's ever been to before, um, unless he's just been visiting the area. And against a guy like Al, Al Price, it's a, a nice a nice matchmaking here. I'm, I'm very excited for it. Um, I think this, and I don't know this, so I'm just guessing off the top of my head, but I would guess that Eddie Edwards probably has not had a match in Central Maine for nearly 10 years. So uh, it's very cool to get Eddie back up here. I did some work for IWE in the past, but I don't believe he's been up here very much at all. Um, and like Troy was saying, very telling that, uh, fans are starting to come around to Alec Price, but also wrestlers as well, earning the respect of Lee Moriarty. And Lee said to him in the ring after that fatal four-way where Alec Price got the win, that he's the future of Limitless Wrestling. The company's going to be built around him in the future. And I think if that's the truth, if he is the future of Limitless Wrestling, you got to win big matches like this. That's right, we've absolutely. Seen, we've seen so many people throughout the years, MSP, Ace Romero, Anthony Green, MJF, uh, JT Dunn, the guy he's got to wrestle in a week. Guys who have become fixtures here, they win when the lights shine the brightest. And that's this weekend for Alec Price when he goes one-on-one -on -one with Eddie Edwards. So you mentioned uh, this might you know be the first time that Edwards has been back to Central Maine like a decade, possibly. When you're able to bring some of these guys back to kind of unique places like Herman, do you? it must be kind of cool to to hear those stories and say, Oh, I it was here or I remember being somewhere here and, and so on and so forth. It must be a, must be a nice little kind of cool part of the business, so to speak. It definitely is. Um, and I was, I was talking to dirty Dango actually about uh, Eddie Edwards being on the same show as him. And he was laughing about it because they used to team way back in the day together on small shows throughout new England. So um, even in that aspect of it, pretty cool to get people back together and, uh, back in locations and areas that they probably haven't been to in quite some time. So let's get to the main event of the evening. Last week called it. This is a uh, limitless wrestling fans dream match. Uh, this is three. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, we'll just get to it here. Ace Romero, obviously a limitless original Anthony green, the limitless wrestling world champion team with the aforementioned dirty Dango, the former fan Dango, the main native, the guy who ran into Save the day at the end of uh, the euphoria following Anthony Green's title win. 
surprise appearance at the anniversary show, taking on the Albalus Prestigious, Mac Daniels, Shane Thomas, and BRG. These are three young guys on the way up. Three veterans had been there and continuing to have to fight to stay there. Randy, this is, again, This I'm not just saying this, but this is a Limitless Fans dream match right here. I'm excited for this one, and I'm excited to see how prestigious can fare without John Alba in their corner. That's the big piece of this that's so intriguing to me is that uh, these guys decided to, I don't know, make a name for themselves, make an impact, take an opportunity when they did. They saw Anthony Green alone in the ring, jumped him, obviously a premeditated attack at the end of Euphoria, and now they've got uh, <laughs> they've got something pretty major ahead of them now, and, and maybe this was the plan all along, to get themselves in a marquee match situation, and if that's the plan, good on them, but now you got to face the music. Now you got Ace Romero, the Limitless World Champion Anthony Green, and Dirty Dango back on the independent scene for the first time in a long time, and in his home state, he's not looking to come up to Herman to lose especially to these guys. And uh, it's, it's kind of a, uh, you know, put up or shut up moment for prestigious because they they've risen to prominence in limitless wrestling in a short amount of time. They've got the job done. They've been working as a well-oiled machine, but now they're missing a piece of that machine in John Alba. So uh, it's a big match situation. It's a main event, something that they haven't really had the experience of in limitless wrestling before. So I'm very interested to see how they can fare in a big match like this. And Troy, the you know the other side of the dial, you obviously have uh, Romero and Green, who are very familiar with each other, teamed each other with each other plenty of times, been at odds a lot of times, having a team with someone that obviously you know is new to them in a, in a sense in terms of being uh, six man partners. So they're going to have to work together and uh, you know not just rely on the fact that their names are high up on the marquee every single uh, every single month. They have to go in there and they have to beat these young guys, or else it, you know they could open up some big opportunities that they necessarily uh, don't want to have. I think if you separate the bunch and do a little mix and match, uh, you look at guys like the seasoned veterans, Anthony Green, Ace Romero, and Dirty Dango, and you're thinking, like, well, they take them every single time. Maybe you're thinking that. Here's the problem. Anthony Green and Ace Romero, like you said, seemingly on the same page. You know? I mean, like night and day. They seem to be on the same page. Like, we've seen it time and time again. Different positions, different, you know, like who's the gatekeeper here at Limitless Wrestling? Who wants to have that title? Well, nowadays we have something called the Limitless Wrestling title that sets the standard. Anthony Green holds that. Ace Romero wants it. There's no doubt about that. But as of right now, yes, they seem to be on the same page. Add in this new element, Dirty Dango. Never teamed with these guys before, but hmm, let's see here. He's been to the dance. How about his victory against Chris Jericho at WrestleMania 29? You know how many people can say they did something like that? There's not even a list. You can name it on one hand. Um, but what happens when you put three people that don't know each other as well, or at the very least, two people that may not always seem to see eye to eye against a very well-oiled machine? Perhaps the, one of the most dangerous trios in all of professional wrestling now uh, that's stayed here and become mainstays over the last year here in new england um it's going to be hard to take about that well-oiled machine i said that if prestigious lost at the last show it's going to be because of john alba and i was right that's the exact reason why when these three have to trust their own laurels for all the times that john alba hasn't been at ringside they have looked like a million dollars they have looked like a complete team 
the complete professional wrestling trio. Dango, Ace Romero, and Anthony Green are not the most complete pro wrestling trio. And going into a six-man tag, I am going to pick the better trio every time. This is going to be my big pick for Friday night. I am predicting a prestigious victory. I think that John Alba uh, hightailing it is going to be the best thing for these three three guys. I think if you know they got their heads out of John Alba's ass, now they're going to be able to really strive here in Limitless Wrestling. And that's saying something after the year that these three guys have had. That's the way that's I cer- see it. That's certainly bold. Certainly bold. And people can chant you effed up at you if uh, if, if that doesn't turn out quick. <laughs> and that's quite okay. And and like and you know, like I said, I my goodness, I'm not taking anything away from Ace Romero and Anthony Green. Um, he's the limitless wrestling champion. Ace Romero is the guy. He represents this company. And Dango has been a true mainer who has always wanted to get back, who wishes he could have had a main wrestling like this when he first start, you know, when he was getting going. But like I said, I feel like we haven't seen it, but I think there's a chance there's some, you know, contention in the ranks between AG and Ace. And I think that you add this element of a partner that you're not used to versus this well-oiled machine. I will take the assembly line every time. I will take the assembly line. That is the safe bet. All right. All right. So, Randy, uh, you know, Lemus has been around for six years. You've learned a lot. You've, I've, I've, uh, Know you for a few of those years. I've heard you when you get really excited for, uh, you know, Trevor Murdoch came in. That was one of your dreams to have him come in. Uh, certain things turn out that you know the the Portland Expo show and so on. Six years. I mean, I you have to you've you've wanted to get Fandango, Dirty Dango, in here, main native, in a limitless ring. I'm sure since the get go, right? Since it was possible, you know, since you even thought it could be realistic, it's going to happen this Friday. He's going to be in your ring this Friday for the first time. That must feel pretty, pretty awesome. It's very cool. And uh, I know it's something that a lot of people have wanted to see for quite some time as well. Uh, I don't know how many messages I've fielded, even when he was with WWE of when you getting Fandango up here, you know, and I just, <laughs> you, now that it's actually possible, it's, it's very cool to have that come to fruition. And uh, he's actually someone too, who's kind of been around limitless a little bit throughout uh, the past, I don't know, year and a half or two, he had a friend who was training for a while with us. Uh, he'd come up and then actually recently, you know, preparing for his in-ring return, came up a few different times and worked out with some students at the Limitless Dojo. So uh, it's been really cool uh, getting to know him on a personal level as well and having him a part of things somewhat. And now to finally make it happen to get him in a Limitless ring, uh, it's very exciting. So uh, I think uh, people are very stoked to see him. I think uh, a lot of people... We're shocked that it's happening at Herman, but uh, we worked out the, the quickest date that we could, and that ended up being it. So uh, he'll be around a lot, I think, in Limitless Wrestling moving forward, and it all starts this Friday in Herman. Looking forward to it. Also in action, the main event, one of Limitless, I say, most popular tag teams. Uh, we talked about them before. Becca, fresh off her AD, AEW debut uh, on Dark uh, last week, and the aforementioned Brad Cash as well. Awesome card, as always. It's going to be great, no doubt about limited amount of tickets. 15 bucks. That's it for a great night of wrestling. Again, at limitlesswrestling.com. And again, don't be the jabroni like me who once went and expected to buy a ticket at the door and was, was, was shut out only to, again, be very lucky. Lim is my limitless moments I've talked about before. But uh, yeah, buy, buy early, buy often, buy for your friends, bring your friends that are wrestling fans. You know, I think that's, I 
talked to some of my friends about limitless before ones that were again attitude error fans and things like that and they've you know they've shown some interest in going and sometimes it may take a little you know kind of prodding or pushing because you may say oh they may think of indie wrestling so to speak is like stuff you see at the fairgrounds or whatever but this is as we know and remember listening to this know it's a lot different than that so uh bring them out to the show awesome venue and randy and, and guys anything more to say about the show before we move on i don't think anything from me uh i think we covered pretty much everything uh you said main event backup brad cashew also in action gonna be a very fun night uh, there is food and drink available as well as a bar at the Morgan Hill Event Center in Herman where this is taking place. So uh, you don't have to worry about that. And it's only about 10 minutes uh, from I-95. So it's not very far. It's on a main drag off the interstate. Easy to find. Plenty and of parking. I know wrestling fans parking. can be weird about that. Plenty of comfortable parking. It's good. Better better than uncomfortable parking. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's hit up some other news uh, this Saturday as we look at the calendar. Uh, you can, you can get home. You can relax after the big night Friday in Herman and Saturday night. I mean, you got nothing else to do. Hang around, watch, uh, the world premiere of the sixth anniversary show euphoria streaming on IWTV live 8 PM Eastern 7 PM central and all those other time zones. And uh, I don't want to do math right now featuring Anthony green versus then limitless wrestling world champion, Daniel Garcia. I suppose no spoilers at this point, since you're listening to this podcast, the the aforementioned uh, art canvas death match, which I can't, can't wait to see love Doug versus Ava Everett MSP versus the work horseman two. And that was a work horseman's reunion match. So many other things we talked about the show. You can sign up using the promo code limitless to support limitless. There is dozens and dozens and dozens of hours in the archives there of limitless and other promotions as well. It's insane. If you love wrestling, indie wrestling, it's like 10 bucks a month. It's, it's, it's more than worth your time. And for some people, you know, I, I know some people may have like myself have jumped on the limitless bandwagon after it already got going. You can go back and watch old shows and you can kind of catch up in some of the history and stuff that we talked about on this show that John and Randy talked about before. You can kind of start to understand. You can see the progress of an Anthony green and Ace Romero, some of the stars that came in, things like that. So definitely worth your time. If you're looking for some uh, wrestling, maybe turned off what you're seeing on, on other TV or whatever, try IWTV. Uh, limit, use promo code Limitless. That helps out the promotion. Coming up this Saturday, the world premiere of Euphoria, streaming on IWTV live at 8 p.m. And we look ahead another uh, week from that, Saturday, October 23rd, Yarmouth, Maine, not Fresh Blood 2, but Fresh Blood, the, the second uh, infusion, so to speak. Fresh Blood gonna, 2021. That's right. Oh, that's right. at the end of it, yeah. This is, uh, is going to be a great card. It keeps coming together. Some new matches have been announced so far. Uh, Randy, why don't, you, uh, why don't you, you, you made the matches. Why don't you tell us what's coming up for uh, Fresh Blood? Yeah, we'll run through real quick. I think we'll do a deep dive on it next week ahead of the show. But uh, we talked about it earlier. Number one contenders match, so... Uh, the winner of this matchup going to be the first defense for Anthony Green coming up in November. It's the prize Alec Price going one-on-one with JT Dunn, who voiced his issues after a vicious death by elbow to the back of Alec Price's head after he won that four-way at Euphoria. So uh, Alec certainly wants to get his hands on JT Dunn and maybe a foot through his skull as well. Uh, Trisha Dora, one of the top female athletes in the game, recent signee to Ring of Honor, She's making her limitless debut here at Fresh Blood 2021, going one-on-one with the leader of the scrunchy squad, Becca. And it'd be very interesting, like Troy was talking about earlier, 
the momentum that all these girls who defeated prestigious, who kicked Albert at the curb for the rest of the year, can they ride that moving back to singles competition? A big test for Becca ahead. And Davey Richards, speaking of debuts, the other half of the American Wolves, Davey Richards making his debut uh, about a week and a day after uh, Eddie Edwards makes his return to Limitless Wrestling. Davey is going one-on-one with Big Beef. And that's that's a big... Uh, yeah. That's that a big one. sink or swim moment for Big Beast. That's going to be an interesting collision, and I know he's training hard for it right now. Uh, it's a big deal for Beef. It's kind of I like this show a lot because the entire concept is bringing people back, returns, debuts, and really throwing people in the deep end and seeing if they can swim. And that's what we're doing with Beef here, who takes on one of the top wrestlers in the country, uh, Ace Romero. Going one-on-one with the debuting MLW star, truly blessed Casey Navarro. Another one. Banger alert again. A lot of people have been talking about Casey Navarro for a long time. And uh, it took a long time for him to get to Limitless Wrestling. But what better way to start than Ace Romero, who I think if we're talking about gatekeepers earlier, Ace Romero would be near the top of that list, if not at the top. With how many test. people he's welcomed to Limitless over the years. So And set packing. And set packing, set packing at the same time. And uh, I, it was said in the post when it was uh, announced earlier today as we taped this on Tuesday that Ace has had his trouble with high flyers in the past, with uh, the fast movers of the ring. I mean, we saw his first ever loss come at the hands of A.R. Fox. We saw another one where Anthony Green actually lost for the first time in the Limitless ring beside Ace Romero and across the ring. A.R. Fox and Ray Phoenix. So uh, if there's been any Achilles heel of Ace Romero, it's been those fast movers inside the ring. So I'm very interested to see what Casey can bring to the table in his Limitless debut. Not America's sweetheart, Davian. We'll get another dose of singles action later this month, going one-on-one with the root of all evil, Charles Mason. And just announced today, prestigious, back in trios action once again, colliding with waves and curls making their return to limitless as well as the real life cupid love duck mm. interesting stuff so that should be uh that should be good stay tuned to all of limitless limitless's social media channels uh twitter and facebook and you'll get all the latest and i mean if you haven't liked you're not following them you're, you're kind of missing out that's where all the you know match announcements are made uh new new people coming in so yeah it, it's it's fun because you know, the way it's done, is kind of, you know, slow drip style. So every couple of days you have someone new and you can kind of see the anticipation building. And obviously, you know, this fan base is so rabid that and we talked about with a big return show, you don't even have to, you always do put a card out there, but you don't have to because people are like, I know I'm going to get quality. I know I'm going to get great talent coming in. The talent that I've seen throughout the years, it's a, uh, it's a great mix. It's a great mix. So definitely follow on social media and follow along for uh, what's coming up with Fresh Blood as well as uh, obviously the, the show coming up in Herman Dancing on Thin Ice. Uh, two other quick notes from me real quick before we uh, get out of here. We talked a lot about Anthony Green. Uh, he's continuing to get AEW work, Randy. He's part of a big six-man tag on Dynamite recently. Got into it with Sting. That was uh, that was that must have been an awesome moment for him. And then uh, as we're recording this, he just worked uh, tonight's uh, AEW Dark Main Event against Evil Uno. So he's uh, he's getting even more and more exposure uh, after his uh, NXT run is done. Yeah, and that's awesome. Uh, we're seeing him all over the place on the independents and now uh, numerous appearances for AEW. Uh, Got to be hopeful if you're Anthony Green that that could be a landing spot for you moving forward, and I think he'd be a great fit with the roster if that does happen. Mm. And then uh, you were talking about Ace Romero, our old uh, friend, <clears throat> John Alba, breaking some news today that 
Ace Romero, no longer with Impact Wrestling. It hadn't been used there since uh, since May. Is now free to sign anywhere. Obviously, we have Limitless fans get to see him every month. And be interesting to see where, where he ends up. Obviously, he's, uh, you know, it, it, we all know how good he is and how great he is and, and the matches he puts out there. But, yeah, some, uh, I'm glad to see he's able to, to, to have some more freedom, I guess, and uh, less uncertainty. Ultimately, I'm excited for him. I mean, this is this is something that he's wanted. He requested it, and uh, it took a little while, but he got it. And I'm, I'm excited to see what the next step really is for him because I think there's so much he can do. I think there's so much untapped potential and so much that so many people haven't seen of Ace Romero. Uh, I don't know how much he was really given a shot in a few places that he's been, and uh, I think it's an exciting time for Ace Romero fans because you really don't know where he's going to pop up, what channel he might pop up on, and um, I think he's excited for the freedom to, uh, you know, get out there, travel again, make a name for himself all over again and figure out really what's next for himself in his career. But uh, Limitless fans don't have to fret. He's going to be with us at least for the uh, upcoming time period, you know, the rest of the year. And we'll go from there. I mean, anything can change for any wrestler right now in the state of professional wrestling on a dime. So anything can happen. But uh, ultimately excited for Ace Romero in this new journey. Right. Yeah, and obviously, you know, Chris, the former Christian Casanova doing great things in NXT. You know, he, they, that brand is one that, you know, some people still have issues with the way the 2.0 relaunched, but he uh, he's still, to me, outstanding every single time out. He looks great, uh, you know, and, and Danny Garcia doing his thing. And, the, you know, you see these talents that are in Limitless that you've brought in and, you know, you've seen them grow and they get opportunities. And I look up and down these lineups for next Friday or this Friday, following Saturday and every time these are these are the people we're going to be seeing on those aforementioned channels in the future no doubt about it and you can see them uh you know for for very little money uh on on both in Herman Maine and Yarmouth Maine coming up here over the next couple weeks uh Troy any other final thoughts from you before we uh, wrap this up I was gonna say it's crazy we just kind of talked about it on the last uh show before a show last podcast before a big show uh it's crazy that six years of limitless has flown by here we are about to start off year seven um and there is no stopping two shows two weeks two jam-packed crowds two absolutely incredible cards that are probably the best in new england and beyond and i just i'm happy to be a part of it um happy to still be getting this call and i'm excited for the fans that's who i'm excited for the most because good wrestling is good but great wrestling is great. And you're going to see that twice in October and a few more times this year. Um, so we'll definitely, we'll see you at the matches this Friday, guys. Randy, final thoughts from you. Uh, I think that's all for me. I'm, I'm very excited for it. And like you said, it's just, it's crazy how much time has flown by. And uh, I guess it does fly when you're having fun. Cause this has been, I mean, it's, there's always uh, stresses with it and there's always things that go wrong. But at the end of the day, uh, I don't think, any of us would really want to be a part of anything else or doing anything else and uh it's awesome that we're able to keep doing this and keep the momentum rolling and keep limitless wrestling rolling throughout the state and uh, i did want to mention as well uh one last thing for anyone who might have tuned in to uncharted territory from beyond wrestling this past week there was an announcement made that uh we're going to be taking the show outside of maine for the first time in a while uh, we're going to be a part of Beyond Wrestling's Restival at the end of this year. That's going to go, I believe, from December 30th to January 1st. Uh, it's a three-day wrestling festival. Numerous promotions oh going to be coming to Worcester, Massachusetts at the White Eagle. And we are a part of the fun there. So uh, looking forward to that. And there'll be more announcements on that forthcoming. Yeah, we'll do a deeper dive on that in the future because I have a, a lot of questions. Uh, but that's exciting stuff, obviously. You can follow Limitless, like I mentioned, Twitter. 
Facebook, YouTube. Uh, you get your R- Limitless Wrestling fix 24 hours a day. Obviously, IWTV, LimitlessWrestling.com is where you buy your tickets, get your merch, bring your cash. Coming up this weekend for Limitless merch, merch from the fellas, you know, pictures, autographs, all that good stuff. If you're one of those people that are always standing in the back, you're like, ah, I want to go talk to this wrestler, this wrestler. Go up to them. This is what they do. This is the fun stuff, right? You get to have your picture taken, your kid's picture taken, whatever. Bring your cash, and uh, yeah, this is going to be good. This Friday, Herman Maine, be there. Saturday, IWTV, be there. And next time we talk for the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, be here. Until next time, thanks, everybody.